Hi, if I could take a moment of your time before we start. If you've enjoyed previous episodes or if you enjoy this episode, if you could subscribe on the platform that you listen to, that would be really helpful. It helps us get more guests and push the podcast forward. Thanks. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Car Chat Podcast with... Myself, Sam Wars. And I thought I would talk in this podcast, it's just going to be me, a little bit about the Citroen C1 24-hour race that I have just did. Now, I've done, with a group of friends, we did the 24-hour race at Spa last year. I tried to film it, and we ended up with no in-car, so there was no video. I thought I'd talk about this one. We've also had issues with the cameras in the cars. We had a, a dash cam that was meant to record, you know, override itself. And it, with the memory card we had in it, it should have done about five hours. And we were swapping the memory card out every now and then. But it recorded absolutely nothing for the entire race, which is annoying because in, for example, this, well, not for example, in this race, there was... A, initially 100 cars on the grid and then I think we started at 99 because someone pulled out just before the start but 99 cars on a grid at Silverstone all in one class all these little Citroen C1s um, to the changes that, that happened to those cars for the racing is basically you strip the car out put a cage in it put a seat in it and and that's about it you don't really change much else um, the tyres we were triple stinting them so a stint which is a, a fuel tank in a gt3 car you normally do about 40 minutes on a fuel tank of fuel in a citroen c1 which only has quite a small tank i think it's like 50 liters or something like that um potentially even less would do at silverstone it would do two hours 10 flat out but if you have a safety car or anything, that goes up massively because you just put the car in five and fifth and then eco drive. So we could, we could do, you know, two and a half. And then there were some where we had tons of safety cars and we did three hours. And that also goes up when it's wet. And wet it was. It <laughs> absolutely dumped for at least half of the race. Um, we had, we started off with. The team is made up of a bunch of, bunch of my friends. Uh, two guys that I've done some radical racing with, they're on my team in that. A guy called Jerome and a guy called Mark. And they, they're they very quick in the radicals. They're much quicker than I am. But it's those guys. And then two guys who I've done the Citroen C1 race with. And then we did a, they did a little bit of Master MX5 racing. And I did one race with them in that. So that's Luke and Andy. But Jerome started off, we qualified P11. Uh, I think qualifying for everyone was really tricky because you've got so many cars, so much traffic. And then only the first half an hour, 20 minutes of the qualifying was dry and then it rained. So quite often people put in their fast drivers towards the end and then give them a bit more time. And if you did that, they would just be wet, wet laps. So the fastest laps were set. 
early on, I did okay. Um, I saw a significantly faster time on my dash than actually came up because I hit a ton of traffic just at, at the wrong place where you, you can't get around people. Um, so we qualified 11th out of 99, which was, that's pretty good. I, that's, it's You have to keep reminding yourself when you're looking at the, the leadership board of the fact there's 99 cars because... <laughs> Like, oh, I'm only 30, you know, I'm 30th. That's still top third. So, you know, in a 20-car race, you'd be doing bloody well at that point in time. So Jerome started off, and then after about two laps, his seatbelt came undone, which there's a clip of it popping out, actually. Um, What we'd done is to help with pulling the belts down fast we put some zip ties in a little loop around the bottom of the the bit you pull down sort of like pull tap and when the belts had been clipped in that had clipped into the mechanism so jerome like was adjusting his belt at one point just to tighten it up and the whole thing popped out mid race so he's driving around with zero seat belts trying to stay on the track but then get the seat belts back on so it's safe so we lost a lot of places at the beginning. I think we ended up sort of 40th or something. And then Drone managed to get us up to 20-something. Then I went in the car. I think I, the highest place I saw was about 10th. And then someone spun me round on the straight, on the Wellington straight, came up behind me. I'm going in a straight line, nudged the outside of, out back of the car. I'm on the right-hand side of the track, and he hit the back right of my car, which... I'm so annoyed that there was no in-car at this point because it pretty much fired me straight towards a wall. Like, it would have been classic YouTube racing gold. Um, I So the car gets tipped to the right. My front wheels go onto the grass, pointing at the wall, going about 90 miles an hour. I go hard left, come back onto the track. You manage to get the front two wheels back on the track, and then the back wheels go on the grass, car spinning, and I'm just trying to put the the right direction of lock on to keep the car spinning in a straight line and ended up finishing 15 centimeters from the wall with my heart just going like <laughs> but that probably lost about 20 30 seconds and then i came into the pits then andy got in the car and we this was under a safety car and they held andy at the end of the pit lane because there's start the the safety car had just gone past, so he had to wait for the entire grid to drive past, so another three, four minutes. So we lost a whole lap, which was really annoying because we pitted under safety car. It was a good time to pit. Not too bad a pit stop, and then we got held for four minutes and lost a whole lap. So that knocked us down to 20s or something. And he did his stint, did pretty well. We went up again. Then Luke did his stint. And this point is like properly raining my stint was wet 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 which is awesome fun in a front wheel, front wheel drive car you're just going around cops which is a fast right hander the back end back end goes out you know like on the lock stops and then all you've got to do in the front wheel drive car is just flip it down a gear and then just mash your foot and it just pulls the car back in a straight line um, so there was a lot of like obviously you're trying not to slide but sometimes you just come across something slippy or you get off line and the back end goes but you can just keep your foot in it and it just pulls it out which is wicked fun um, I I really enjoyed driving in the wet it's not something I've enjoyed much before 
because I haven't had a ton of experience of it, but I basically then had two hours of driving in ever-changing, very wet conditions in the dark, which was which was pretty wicked. Obviously, for some people, like there was a couple, loads of people that haven't done much racing, racing on that grid, and it must have been awful because you just saw cars just like firing off, just absolutely firing off. I think they'd start sliding, and they'd try and catch it, and then they'd lift off, and if, you've got to keep your foot in it, otherwise you just you keep going. So yeah, Andy then went out, then Luke, and he gained a couple of places, and then we came back around to Mark, and <laughs> Mark was doing well. And then someone spanned through Magus Beckett's, which is a very fast right-left um, complex, really wicked part of the track. Someone spanned right in front of him, so he avoided to go round and then slid, ended up sliding sideways into the gravel and, cut, and rolled the car onto its side, which, because everyone was coming off the track, meant there was a bit of a queue. That took, I don't know how much time we lost. We lost probably 10 laps in total, with that which knocked us down to sort of 50th um which was i'd gone to sleep at this point uh, you know i'd gone to sleep and we were top 20 and then come back and we're 50th with like four laps to catch up with the next car which was slightly depressing but you know here's what it is then we jerome gets back in the car puts in a solid stint and knocks off a couple of places like putting in lap times he was setting top three lap times and just knocking like 18 seconds a lap out of the car that's in front of you, you know, the car that's in 49 or something. So we eventually got back up to, I think he got to sort of 34, something like that. Or, you know, around there, I did another stint, not stuff, got up a, f- a few more places. But the, at that point in the grid, you're like, I think at one point I was four minutes behind the guy in front and to, to take four minutes out of someone takes... It's pretty, it's pretty difficult. Um, and they, you get the right spacing of safety cars and stuff like that. But we got up to about 31 as a combination of all the drivers. And then for the last hour and a half, or the last two hours, Mark's in the car again, and the engine blew up. So we think it might be a fluffed gear change, but Mark's adamant that it wasn't. And I believe that he didn't. Um, he's very used to driving manual cars and race cars. So I think what's probably happened is we slowly wore that engine out throughout the race and it just gave up at the end. So an hour and a half before the finish of the 24 hours, having done all the racing, the car was pushed to the side of the track, taken back into the pits, and then that was the end of the race. But, which is a sad finish because if we put all in the, all the effort, like went up the, t- up the table, down the table, up, down, up, down, up, down, four, all the way back to the top third again and then blown up, which is a shame. But it was, it was wicked fun. Like racing the C1, there's like 100 cars on the grid. It's just absolutely manic. And for racing, it's, it's pretty affordable. For racing, it's definitely the cheapest racing I've ever done. And yeah, I would thoroughly recommend it if you're thinking about it. There's there's so many people who are just there with their mates having a good time. You get loads of racing time. Like normally, if you, if you have a five man team, it's probably four, four, four and a half hours of racing, um, and you're always overtaking people wherever you are. There's always battles because there's you know there's a hundred cars, so there's I think there was probably a fifteen twenty second 
spread between the lap times in the dry and you get a lot of like walking around the the pits you see all the drivers that are getting in the cars and we've got you know like serious pros like proper proper pros you know like gt3 drivers and whatever are on the grid and you look around and you see like oh so-and-so races in the british gt championship and then like all this sort of stuff so there's some seriously fast guys out there and then there's people who just like it's their first race and they're having to go so but 99 cars spread out over 15 seconds on a dry lap in the wet is is a much bigger spread because the fast guys are only you know i don't know eight seconds seven seconds a lap slower whereas the slow guys in the wet they're 45 seconds a minute slower um so it spreads out a lot but there's always someone going the pace that you're going or and there's always someone to overtake and have a battle with and everyone's always everyone's pretty friendly to each other it leaves a lot of space and i just thoroughly recommend it it was wicked weekend uh unfortunately we didn't finish but we are putting you know consolidating our team we ran with a company called prep tech uh, so we were in one of the prep tech cars they did a, an incredible job and we will probably use them again or we will definitely use them again if we're going to do another race but we're going to try and put together our own car have a different our own team name and a livery and make it a bit more fun next time around but I thoroughly enjoyed it if any of you maybe some people watch the live stream that was quite good um are thinking about getting out in a c1 don't think okay it's just a little french car with like 70 horsepower it's a whale an absolute hoot like i've had so much fun racing that car even though it's by far the slowest car i've ever driven <laughs> it was wicked yeah so that was the citroen c1 24-hour race ciao